morning. I'm Kim Ferris, and this is Miami Valley View, a public affairs presentation of iHeartMedia Dayton. So here we are. It's International Women's Month, and uh, today, March 21st, so we're a little over halfway. And I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to talk about women's health, cancer, My guest today, Sally Grady, who's the director of Kettering Breast Evaluation Centers for the Kettering Health Network. Amber Rose, who's the director of the annual giving and special events for Kettering Medical Center Foundation. And Tricia Toby, clinical operations director for the Oncology Service Line. Hello to all of you ladies. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you for having us. Now, Sally, I'm going to start things off with you talking about the Women's Wellness Fund at Kettering Medical Center Foundation. Will you explain what the Women's Wellness Fund is all about? Yes, I'm very excited to do that. So our Women's Wellness Fund really helps underserved women in the Dayton area receive care that they may not be able to get otherwise. That's anything from a breast cancer screening and a mammogram to other services that go with it. This really started back in 1995, and since then, more than 15,000 women in the greater Dayton area have been able to benefit, and we've been able to raise more than $1.6 million. So it supports so many things, from you can't afford to come get your annual screening mammogram, or you need um, cancer treatment, and maybe you need a prosthetic or a wig or some other type of service. Um, It also helps support us to have leading-edge equipment. So they were integral in helping us um, really fund a lot of our 3D mammography units as well. And these are great for women who have breast um, uh, dense breast tissue. Um, It's such a great technology for us to get these women in and really offer this service to women who otherwise would not have an opportunity to get it. Sally, let me ask you a question because I hear it all the time. I have dense breasts. What does that mean for a woman when you hear you have dense breasts? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because we are really doing our best to educate women on what Uh, breast density means to them. Mm -hmm. So we categorize breast density into A, B, C, and D. And in your report you get from your mammogram, the radiologist will tell you what your breast density is. But if you have a dense breast, it is much more difficult for us to identify a potential cancer because dense breast tissue on a mammogram shows up very white, Mm -hmm. almost like the image is filled with snow. A cancer also shows up as white, So when the radiologist is looking, sometimes a cancer can be hidden within that dense breast tissue. There's also a lot of research going on that really just shows also that women, for whatever reason, if you have dense breast tissue, you have a greater propensity to have a breast cancer at some point in your lifetime. That's interesting. And I will tell you, um, as our listeners know, I was diagnosed with breast cancer at Kettering Medical Center um, two years ago. And it was a, a real surprise for me because I had, you know, always done everything I thought the right way. And um, there is no, I guess, right way. You just have to do your breast exams and make sure that you get your annual mammogram, mammogram right? Absolutely. And we now give women, um, every woman that comes in leaves with a little uh, insert brochure Mm -hmm. that actually shows four pictures of a breast and what that dense breast tissue looks like or what a fatty breast looks like and what the in-between tissue looks like as well. And there's a little star in the image that mimics a breast cancer. So it's very easily um, visualized for a woman to see 
we can pick up a, a cancer in a fatty breast so easy. And then as you progress to that dense breast tissue, it gets harder and harder to do that. So we really want to educate women on what their own breast density is mm-hmm. so that they understand um, the importance of getting that mammogram um, on an annual basis. And they also may be recommended to have some other type of imaging in between if they have very dense breast tissue, such as an ultrasound or a breast MRI. Is it still really important for us to do our self-exams? So we go by what the American College of Radiology recommends, and they still do recommend that a woman do monthly breast Mm self-exams. And we still hand out the shower cards so a woman can, you know, punch a little hole in in the card for each month that she does it as a quick reminder and also shows them how to do it. So we still recommend that they do that. Okay. Now, we were talking about the Women's Wellness Fund, and Sally, you were talking about uh, the mammography and and the different services, but also the Women's Wellness Fund goes steps further by providing wigs and prosthesis. Can you tell us about this? Absolutely. So a lot of women come in, and you, you know, when we have a cancer and you're having some type of chemotherapy, you might lose your hair. You know, if women are like me, if my hair doesn't look good, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to come into work. I don't want to do anything. So we are able to really bring women in and help them with the aesthetics. So for anything from a wig, um, how to apply makeup, you know, maybe they um, have had a mastectomy and they're having some um, lymphedema and they need some type of um, compression garment. So we are able to help women obtain those types of services or, you know, maybe they need a massage. So sometimes a massage and other um, types of supportive medicine like that can really help alleviate any kind of discomfort or pain they might be having from chemotherapy, radiation. You know, we want that woman to look her best, feel her best while she's going through this journey. I will tell you through um, my personal journey with breast cancer, I was amazed at the Kettering Medical Center Foundation and the Kettering Cancer Center because uh, you didn't take care of me just physically, but you also took care of me mentally and spiritually. And uh, it seemed like every time I needed an answer to a question, someone was right there to answer that question because it seems like in the middle of the night is when you start thinking about all sorts of questions that you have and to have your services there are extraordinary. And I can't say enough about the treatment that I had and also my husband had at Kettering Medical Center and the Kettering Cancer Center. So with that being said, and and talking about the Women's Wellness Fund, I know that one of the largest fundraisers each year is the Walk for Women's Wellness. And Amber, let's talk about the walk this year and and how things are perhaps changing because of COVID-19. Absolutely, Kim. The Walk for Women's Wellness has been around for decades. So we've been around for more than 25 years. Last year with COVID-19, we decided that we would not be able to hold the walk safely. And unfortunately, we're feeling the same way this year. We're happy to see that vaccinations are happening, but it just doesn't feel like we've been socially distanced so long. If I see you, it's going to be really hard for me to not run up and give you the biggest hug I've ever given you. So we have decided to postpone the normal walk. We are pivoting and making sure that we will have a virtual walk option, as well as other ways for women to reach out to other women and continue to support the Women's Wellness Fund. 
It's so important for us to support the Women's Wellness Fund from what Sally was telling, all the services that are offered for uninsured and underserved women here in the Miami Valley. So tell us uh, a little bit about how things are going to go this year. Absolutely. Well, exactly what you said. While you were facing your cancer treatment, you were fortunate that you had insurance that was going to cover things. Mm -hmm. If we look at what the last 12 months have looked like for our community and our nation, we have more women who are uninsured or underinsured, and we don't want them to stop getting treatment. We don't want them to stop getting their mammograms because it's not accessible. That's where these opportunities for the Women's Wellness Fund Give Hope campaign come into play. A simple example, one of my dear friends loves carry out. So she has approached one of our local restaurants, and she will be highlighting later this month an opportunity to come carry out food from this restaurant with proceeds benefiting the Women's Wellness Fund. That I have another awesome. friend. She is going to be selling um, the Color Street Nails, and she has donated proceeds back to the Women's Wellness Fund. So it's maximizing the things that we love doing, which in some cases we may have more time doing since we're still isolating ourselves and helping connect with others in a way that meets our own personal passions. I love this idea. So the Give Hope campaign, and, and is it starting this month? It is starting this month. Okay. We are so excited. We will be running it through the middle of May. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a short time period, but that means we can be really focused and really intentional. So we will be having, it's really a do-it-yourself campaign. We have a website where you can mobilize your friends and family. You can still reach out to them the same way we used to do with the women's uh, the walk. Mm -hmm. But it gives you a lot of other options for connecting to your Facebook page. What a nice, simple way we can reach out to everybody we love and say, this is a cause that's important to me. I would love for you to join me if you want. You can just say, hey, everybody, I am challenging myself for the next 30 days. I am going to walk each day and check in with you. Won't you donate to help me do that? It gives you all the flexibility and puts it, you know, we all watch our do-it-yourself shows. I'm, you know, addicted to those <laughs> home improvement shows. Mm -hmm. This is our way to improve the quality of life for women in our community in a way that meets our own passions. So how's a good way to sign up for this? Absolutely. We have two great resources. Okay. The first is kmcfoundation.org. That's our website. Okay. We have a lot of information there. However, if you're not a techie and you'd like to just talk to somebody about what you can do, you can call our office, and that number is 937 and one of the things that you said, Amber, which is so much fun, is the fact that really the possibilities are endless. You can do whatever you love to do and raise money for the Women's Wellness Fund at the same time. Absolutely. Host a walk, a run, a dinner party, a girls' night. Go get your nails done with your friends and ask each of them to chip in. There are so many nice ways that you can stay connected to this. Again, we look forward to the day that we can all be together and really celebrate. This is just the best option for us to keep women who might be immunocompromised right now being responsible and keeping them at our forefront. 
Last year, um, when you did the virtual walk, I walked on on walk day, the day that we would have normally had it, and I walked in my pink tutu around in our neighborhood, and um, I got a lot of, of of beeps and "you go, girl" kind of thing. <laughs> so, so, so that was a lot of fun to be a part of that. One guy stopped and said, "You're looking good." And I was like, "Okay." My husband, of course, was like, "You really walked around the neighborhood in your pink tutu?" Of course, I did. <laughs> And the best part of that, Kim, was that you did it on Facebook Live and you generated even more excitement and enthusiasm around it. Your smile is so infectious. We appreciate you doing that. Well, thank you, Amber. I appreciate that. (laughs) Now, I'm going to turn things over to Tricia. We've been talking about the Women's Wellness Fund and the importance of raising money for the Women's Wellness Fund through the walk and, and the Give Hope campaign. So, Tricia, let's talk about cancer and women's health. Uh, First off, I still remember the day when I was diagnosed and I thought to myself, Julia Louis-Dreyfus from uh, Seinfeld, when she announced that she had breast cancer, she put on social media, one in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer. Today, I was that one. And that's exactly what I thought of when I found out that I had breast cancer. One in eight women. So when you look at at your friends, one of those eight friends is going to be diagnosed with invasive breast cancer. So thanks, Kim. You're you're so right. Um, That is the the statistic that's out right now. Um, From uh, from what we know, one in eight. One in eight women will will receive that diagnosis. Hmm. And um, Kettering Health Network's goal and Kettering Cancer Care's goal is to ensure that cost is never a factor um, for anyone to receive or pursue cancer care. Um, We have, at Kettering Cancer Care, we have financial navigators and social workers who help walk the the patients um, through their journey. Mm -hmm. All patients diagnosed with cancer, um, they work closely hand-in-hand with the Kettering Medical Center Foundation to help these patients uh, get the support and the financial, um, anything financially that they need. Mm-hmm. I think Sally hit Sally hit uh, right on the head earlier when she talked about, uh, and you, talking about the holistic care uh, of caring with all, um, with caring for these patients with their mind, uh, body, and spirit. Um, we have a Renew Boutique and Spa at the, at the Kettering Cancer Care location. Uh, Sally mentioned how the... Um, the Kettering Medical Center uh, Foundation helps women get breast prosthesis mm-hmm. and bras and put surgical garments, lymphedema compression sleeves and gauntlets, um, wigs. So we have certified fitters who are there every day um, to, to help women uh, walk through this journey, uh, to help with their appearance and help with you know, self-motivation. So... Um, the other thing is the integrative medicine. We have massage therapy, reflexology, and, and aromatherapy, to name a few of the integrative medicine piece um, to the care that's provided to, to all patients that come in um, with a cancer diagnosis. One of the things that I remember um, so vividly, and, and it was one of the things that gave me such comfort, was when I was undergoing my radiation treatments, you have these beautiful 
like videos that are played in the room. And it just gives you such a peace when you're watching all these different videos, whether it's uh, uh, mountains or whether it's uh, waterfalls. But I absolutely love that part. So you really haven't uh, forgotten about anything when you think about encompassing women's health and how to make them feel comfortable and at peace. Absolutely. From um, from the videos that you watch during radiation to our elective center of excellence, um, how we provide our radiation therapy to our infusion centers and our infusion suites that provide warm, cheerful colors, um, privacy for all patients, for all women. Uh, we have recliners with heat and vibration during chemotherapy treatment. Um, and then we also have Petrine uh, Health Network has the robot, uh, the robotic surgical options as mm-hmm. well. Now, Tricia, tell me about um, breast cancer and how's the best way to prevent breast cancer? When should a, a woman get their first mammogram? I believe according to the ACS, the American Cancer Society guidelines, um, women should start with their first mammogram at the age of 40 mm-hmm. um, unless there is a high risk or family history then you would speak with your physician about um, whether you need that sooner than age 40. And unfortunately, breast cancer often develops long before the symptoms are present. So early detection is the key for the best outcome. Agree? Absolutely. Now, early detection is key. Now, let's let's talk about um, the Kettering Cancer Center and, and just all the different things that you were uh, mentioning the fact that the uh, chemotherapy chairs for comfort and the spa and the cafe and the Renew Boutique. Uh, I have a girlfriend who is battling right now, and she said, every time I go to my oncologist, I have to do some shopping at the Renew Boutique. And a couple of years ago, that's where I bought all my Christmas presents. <laughs> it's just such a neat little place. It is. It's really awesome. It's really unique. Quaint. Um, there's there's um, there's spiritual. Uh, when you walk into the Renew Boutique, it's just calming, and you can just feel the presence of of help from mm-hmm. anyone who's working there. Um, the the Renew Boutique it, it has um, any anything from clothing to stationery and art, um, aromatherapy, jewelry, and then in the back area is where the fitters are who are working with women and patients on a daily basis, uh, making sure that, um, you know, that the, um, all of the prosthetics and turbans and Mm -hmm. wigs and hair pieces and uh, surgical garments, anything that's needed for for these women um, post-operatively is there for them uh, right at the center. Now, I don't know. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to add what, so this is Amber, and what I love about walking into the cancer center is it's not intimidating. It mm-hmm. feels friendly. You know, our friend Mrs. G used to say, well, it's my spa day. I need to go in and get taken care of. <laughs> and it's just that element that everyone there is fully present to take care of our patients. And, you know, I will call out my mom. My mom has not always been good about going to her appointments. <laughs> And it's not intimidating for her to walk in there. And I'm so proud that she's already gone this year and she's already gotten checked and we're moving forward. But I love that it's not an intimidating place. So if you're a little afraid of getting that mammogram, if you're a little intimidated, 
you can go, again, you can shop while you're there. You can enjoy a meal at the cafe. We can make this a really welcoming experience, and it doesn't have to be intimidating. I agree, Amber, 100%. And also, um, Sally might want to bring this up. Explaining about mammograms, monography, what happens when a woman is having their mammogram? Can you give us the step-by-step? Because a lot of people are so afraid of what's going to happen that they don't schedule their appointment when really it's pretty easy-peasy. It's very easy to come in. And, you know, we try to say 15 minutes is what it takes, and 15 minutes can save your life. So when you come in, you're going to be given a warm pink gown to put on and then you will be taken into the mammography suite. And what women tend to fear most is the compression. Mm -hmm. And what we want to tell women is you can be very much in control of this. A mammogram, although you might experience a small amount of discomfort, it should never be painful. And I think that's what women fear the most. But we do four views. We do two views on each breast in a different different manner, one from top to bottom and then the other one from side to side. And we do compress your, your breast, and that's a very important part of the test because we want to get the breast tissue all of the same thickness so that we can see all the way through your tissue and, and find those very small cancers if there is something uh, lurking there. And mm-hmm. that's where 3D comes in as well. So we do 3D mammography on everyone. Um, and it really is almost as if you were getting a CT scan of your breast because it does slices through your breast is what the radiologist can see, so there's no overlapping tissue. But it's very fast, and you are not in compression very long. The majority of our centers will also have what we call sensory suites. So when you're in compression, you're watching beautiful images on a screen that is set to music mm-hmm. to help you alleviate any type of anxiety you might have. Um, the majority of our centers also have what is called patient-assisted compression, where the technologist will position your breast onto the plate and start the compression, and they can hand you a remote control, and you can finish the compression yourself. And we find most patients will compress themselves more than they would ever let us um, uh, do that for them. But it's a very quick in and out. Once you've had those four views, you put your, your clothes back on. You only have to take your clothes off from the t- uh, uh, waist up, mm-hmm. and you're on your way. Now, let me ask you about COVID-19 and and Sally or Tricia, whichever one of you would like to uh, answer this question. Um, I've heard a lot about, you know, COVID-19 and getting your mammogram. Should women wait until after they get their second shots before they come in and get their mammogram? I'm happy to answer that. Um, So what we've also seen, the phenomenon with women postponing from covid Mm -hmm. We have seen an increased incidence of breast cancer for women who have postponed, which Mm. has very made it clear to us that your screening mammogram is not necessarily just an elective procedure. You should have an exam. You should have it done um, and, and really come in yearly to get this. What we've seen from COVID, from women having this, the second shot, is they will sometimes experience what's called lymph adenopathy, which really just means enlarged lymph nodes. It's typically under the arm where they had the vaccine, mm-hmm. and it is a small percent of women that it affects who get vaccinated. Some women experience this, others will not. If the radiologist identifies enlarged lymph nodes on a mammogram, it may cause them to want to have uh, an ultrasound done of that breast and of that area. 
But Dr. Megan Musser, who is our medical director, she is really recommending that women, um, there's general caution that women need to have because some have already delayed their screening mammograms due to COVID. Our technologists are asking each patient if they've had the vaccine or any other recent illness and experienced any large or painful lymph nodes. And this information is relayed to the radiologist so that they can understand if they do see something, you've had the vaccine. But we do recommend that women uh, think twice about putting it off. You know, I, I think sometimes as women, we look for a reason not to take that time for ourselves to come in and have something done. Mm-hmm. But having your vaccine should not really cause you to postpone having your screening mammogram done. So from what I've heard in the last 24 minutes, don't put off taking care of yourself. Go get your yearly mammogram, do your self-exams, and a great way to uh, uh, help out the Women's Wellness Fund is to be a part of the Give Hope campaign. So we have just a few minutes left, and Amber, I'm going to go back to you and, and just talk about the fundraising. So once again, the Give Hope campaign, for someone that's just tuning in, uh, there's going to be no actual in-person walk this year for the Walk for Women's Wellness. We're hoping in 2022, it's going to be a crazy year. We're all going to be out doing all sorts of fun things. But uh, for this year, it's going to be a a different way of fundraising. So will you explain it one more time how people can get involved? Absolutely. So we will have a virtual walk option. Mm -hmm. So be like Kim, put on your tutu, (laughs) put on every crazy thing you can and go strut around your neighborhood and be part of that virtual walk. In addition, we're offering an option through the Give Hope campaign to do a do-it-yourself fundraising option. You can send out an email to your friends. You can work with a local company and ask them to donate some proceeds between now and the middle of May to the Women's Wellness Fund when somebody purchases a certain type of meal or a certain ensemble. There are all different ways And the possibilities are really endless for how you can help support women in need. But please remember, we are all so fortunate each and every day. It's our job to help reach out to one another and give hope to our fellow women in our community. And for more information about that, you can go to kmcfoundation.org. And also, if you have any additional questions, you can call 937-395-8600. Oh, seven. Uh, Sally, do you have any final thoughts? I really just want women to know that this is an easy exam to have. It really take 15 minutes, do something great for you and your family, and it may save your life. Mm-hmm. And Tricia, do you have any final thoughts? All I would say, um, Kim, is that I would just encourage all women, all patients to not delay their care, not delay screening. Um, over well over 50% of all Kettering Health Network employees have been vaccinated against COVID-19, as we were talking about COVID-19. And I think that you'll find when you come into any of the Kettering Health Network centers, there are screening processes in place. Um, if you don't have a mask, you'll be given a mask. Employees wear masks, patients wear masks, and we provide socially distancing. So please don't put off your screening. Thank you, Tricia. And Amber, final thoughts? Last year, we were able to help 375 women. We dispersed nearly $100,000 of support. But we can't do it without our community rallying around us and helping raise that money so we can help women during their darkest times. 
Thank you so much for including us, Kim. We know that you are a ray of sunshine, and we love having you on our team. Thank you, Amber. It's my pleasure. You're going to have a tough time getting rid of me. KMCfoundation.org. You can go for more information. Call 937-395-8607 to contact the Kettering Medical Center Foundation. Uh, Amber, Sally, Tricia, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Amber Rose, Thanks the for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Amber Rose, the Director of Annual Giving and Special Events for Kettering Medical Center Foundation. Sally Grady, the Director of Kettering Breast Evaluation Centers for the Kettering Health Network. And Tricia Toby, Clinical Operations Director for the Oncology Service Line. Uh, I'm going to put you really quick, Sally. What's the number people should call for a mammogram? They can call one 800 373-2160, or they can uh, visit KetteringHealth.org backslash pink. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much for being my guest today, and thank you so much for listening to Miami Valley View. Have a great week.